Legends of the Superheroes. For centuries, the world has been protected by a group of extraordinary men and women who have dedicated themselves to fighting crime. Ladies and gentlemen, the world's mightiest mortal. Shazam! And now, with the wisdom, strength, and courage of the gods, Captain Marvel fights a never-ending battle against evil. Guardian of the universe and possessor of an incredible power ring, the Green Lantern has the ability to perform amazing feats against evildoers. <laughs> Sentinel of the skies, Winged Phantom of the Night, the Hawkman fights the evils of the present with the weapons of the past. Combining beauty, wisdom, and physical prowess, the Huntress fights a constant battle against crime and injustice. Joy of the oppressed, wonder of the multitudes, the flash! This blind fighter is swifter than the speed of light, fighter than the rapidity of hawk. With the uncanny ability to generate earth-shattering sound waves, the black canary fights a relentless battle against criminal injustice. With his reckless grin, devil may care courage and incredible gymnastic skills, Robin the Boy Wonder is Batman's crime-fighting companion. symbol of frightening creature of the night. His disguise strikes terror into the criminal heart. Batman the Cape Crusader has pledged his life to fighting the forces of evil. It is Monday, August 22nd, 2022, and it is Mental Health Monday right here on Matt's World, where it's my world and you all just live in it. And you just heard the intro of Legends of the Superhero, which was a television movie back in the late 70s. And it had Burt Ward and Adam West reprised their Batman and Robin roles. It was pretty bad. And, of course, it was... Well, the... The best way to describe it, it's uh, Super Friends 2.0. Yeah, Super Friends 2.0. And it was uh, pretty bad from what I heard. I mean, I haven't seen the whole thing, but um, I'll have to look at it myself. And the reason why I have that as an intro is because I'm going to be talking about superheroes today yep comic book superheroes today on mental health monday and what it has to do with my mental health well i'll tell you first and foremost though let's get into the kombucha of the day and the kombucha of the day is health aid kombucha's pink lady apple yep this is the kombucha of the day Pink Lady Apple is my all-time favorite flavor of kombucha. And it's only, uh, well, this one is only 70 calories, so cheers. Uh. All right. Now we got that out of the way, uh, gonna talk about comic book superheroes and why am I talking about this on Mental Health Monday? Because 
over the weekend during my self-care, yeah, my summer of self-care, still going on, trying to make every summer count, one of my graphic novels that I ordered, thanks to my mom, love you mom, came on Friday. And it was Tomb of Dracula, Day of Blood, Night of Redemption. And it is a fascinating graphic novel. And for those of you who are fans of Tomb of Dracula, the old Tomb of Dracula comics from the 70s, and also a fan of Blade as well, which is the comic that he came from, it is a wonderful story. I mean, this was written decades after uh, the Tomb of Dracula series. And in this one, Frank Drake, um, his wife is haunted by, you know, dreams of Dracula and this occult specialist uh, kidnaps his wife and resurrects Dracula from the dead. And now Frank Drake calls upon his partner Blade and there's still some hard feelings between him and Blade you know because they used to have a detective agency and you know and now that's been broken up and now they try to rescue Frank Drake's wife and also stop Dracula and not giving away any spoilers but um I did do a um review of it on Matt's World TV on Instagram and I showed you guys uh, pictures you know of the work by Gene Cullen who was the artist of the original Tomb of Dracula books and Marv Wolfman who also was the writer and the artwork is just incredible especially the cover art I mean oh the cover art for the books I mean just amazing and I read it that Friday and was amazed by it. I loved it. And after that, I read uh, Blade Blood Allies, uh, which is from my other graphic novel, Blade Chaos, I'm sorry, Blood and Chaos, which I got years ago. And then at midnight, I watched Batman 89, which started my Batman movie marathon over the weekend. Yep, was watching Batman 89, Batman Begins, Batman Returns, The Dark Knight Returns Part 1 and 2, The Long Halloween Part 1 and 2, Gotham Knights, and The Killing Joke. And that was good for my mental well-being because I love superheroes, I love comic book superheroes. I love, you know, Batman, Blade, Superman, uh, Spider-Man, Daredevil, The Punisher, you name it. I mean, I've always loved superheroes as a kid. Uh, I read a little bit of the comics as a kid, but mostly it was the TV shows and the cartoons. And then later on in high school, I got into the graphic novels. And the graphic novels um, I read, you know, when I was um, going to high school. And, uh, you know, I read, you know, a whole lot of them. You know, I collected all of them. And I still have some in my, um, in my house that I haven't, um, 
I haven't read in a while, but uh, I plan on reading uh, one week. Um, plan on doing a whole week of doing nothing but reading uh, graphic novels. You know, and uh, that's going to be part of my summer of self-care. And... Just day and night, night and day of reading graphic novels. And I'm still waiting on my other ones to come in. Um, I'm waiting on Marvel Masterworks, um, Tomb of Dracula Volume 1, and which actually has issue number 8, where um, Blade actually appears. In Tomb of Dracula's first appearance and then there's Marvel preview number three Blade the Vampire Hunter which talks about his origins and it's also in black and white too the Marvel preview comics from back in the 70s um, were in black and white and they talked about origins and there's actually one on the Punisher that I have um, that's in my Punisher's uh, essential volume one graphic novel and then also, there's Blade Black and White, which has a collection of Blade stories from Black and White. Not only does it have the Marvel Preview one, but also has the Legions of Monsters one, uh, where he fights Morbius. And it has a few of his other uh, solo um, stories as well. And, of course, I'm getting all that because in October, I will be reading those um graphic novels for you on my Enter the Batcave podcast, you know, dedicating it to Blade, you know, in the spirit of Halloween. And also in Halloween, you, of course, uh, you saw my reel for 10-4-22, which, stay tuned for that, has something to do with American Horror Story, so uh, make sure you all tune in for that. And, yeah, I'm just waiting on it. It's supposed to come this week. Um, Amazon, you know, where I ordered it from, it said it should come between between the 23rd and the 26th. So, I'm like a kid on Christmas morning, just waiting and waiting and waiting for this. And, well, and the thing is, is, um, you know, when I was in high school and I was collecting graphic novels and stuff, uh, you would see me in high school, um, well, the high schools I went to, New Mission High School and um, uh, ACC and other course of college which were the last two high schools I went to, and I eventually graduated from ACC. And I, um, you know, I would be walking, and in my backpack, it would be the old graphic novels, you know, I would... Uh, have like one of Daredevil or Batman or the Punisher and you know I mean I mean I was really into superheroes and it's also because of that uh that was also one of my bonds with Kenny Banesh a good high school friend of mine and a friend to the show who I like to have on my show one day yeah um yeah I would just love to have on um, my show one day and also when i was um 
when I was a kid, there was this documentary that came out on the History Channel. It was called um, Comic Book Superheroes Unmasked, and it was a documentary that came on um, that came on the History Channel. And around the time I'd gotten cable back at the house, and I was, um, you know, I would. And I would watch it on demand too. This is when we had Comcast and Comcast on demand. And I would just watch that. And I've watched it over and over and over and over and over again. I mean, I just loved it. You know, it had, you know, it had um, Kevin Smith, who was a film director and a huge comic book fan himself. Uh, It had Stanley, the godfather of comic books. Um, you had Steve, uh, Starenko, who did, um, Nick Fury, you know, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. It had the, um, the guy who did, um, the Spirit, uh, comic. It also had, um, Frank Miller, who, of course, is responsible for, you know, some of the Daredevil stories. Uh, I actually have, uh, Daredevil, um... Visionaries uh, Volume 1, and I also have uh, Dark Knight Returns and um, Year One. And I haven't read um, Sin City. It's one of those things I've been wanting to read, but I haven't gotten around to. I read Ronin. Uh, I couldn't get into it, honestly. I mean, I wanted to like it, you know, because it has something to do with Saburais and Cyborgs, and but I just couldn't get into it. And... You know, and it was just a great, great documentary. And I recently saw it again on YouTube. And that's actually going to be uh, what me and my mom are going to watch on movie night. Um, because it's such a great documentary. And, you know, I mean, they were, I mean, those graphic novels were my escape. You know, I mean, because in high school, I was, um, as you all know, I've said this before on my show, that I was bullied a lot, I was teased and picked on. And my escapes were music, professional wrestling, um, pro wrestling being the biggest. And um, I would watch uh, the E! Channel a lot. Uh, You know, I'd watch stuff on, I got caught up in celebrity culture, you know, like watching stuff on Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie and Lindsay Lohan and stuff. But my other escape were graphic novels and, you know, and just superheroes, you know, I mean, um, you know, getting into, you know, um, you know, just getting into the classic stories and, you know, reading stuff on, on, up on Marvel and, you know, and, and, and all that. And it just became, um, you know, it just became a big uh, escape for me and also watching the old um, you know super, superhero cartoons as well and you know and just um, wow just talking about this uh, <laughs> brings back uh, brings back some great memories and you know and at that time you know like the X-Men movies were coming out and then there was Blade 1 and 2, and Part 3 was coming out as well. And also, um, you know, Nolan was uh, coming out with Batman Begins. And 
you know, and I was actually very excited for Batman Begins, you know, I mean, because like, um, you know, I wanted to see Batman come back. I mean, I remember uh, watching the trailer over and over again, not only the trailer, but the teaser. And as soon as I saw the teaser and I saw uh, Christian Bale in that Batman costume, I was like, what? I cannot wait for this. And my brother and I, we, we went and saw the movie and we loved it. We loved it. And, and of course, uh, I've been a huge Batman fan for years. You know, I mean, I've, um, you know, starting with the 89 movie and then there was A Lonely Place for Dying uh, book that I, that I read. And then there was the TV series I used to watch as well in syndication. And I was, um, I was just hooked on Batman ever since then. Even the animated series, you know, in the 90s, which, in my opinion, the greatest cartoon of the 90s and also the greatest superhero cartoon of all time, in, in my opinion. I mean, it is, it is the greatest. I mean, I just love that cartoon. And... You know, it, you know, superheroes have always just been a great escape for me. I've always been a fan. And um, even going back further, you know, I used to really be into Superman, too. You know, I used to watch the Superman um, cartoons, the old Max Flesher uh, Superman cartoons. And I actually had a VHS tape of some of those cartoons. And I, had, um, I even saw the Superman movies with Christopher Reeve. Um, part two, I saw the most out of all the Superman movies. Uh, part two, I, I watched the most. Kneel before Zot! <laughs> and, you know, and it's because of that, um, you know, I've been a huge fan of superheroes since then. I, you know, I have my podcast because of it. And, you know, and it's, and it's good for my mental health because like um you know i look to superheroes as you know people who fight justice who stick up for you know what you know what's right and and what have you and uh and you know i mean and also i actually consider myself a little bit of an x-men actually um well an x if i can compare myself to the x-men i'd say i'd have um professor xavier's brain um, because I'm very smart, I'm very intelligent. Um, not so much book smart, but um, smart in all other areas and stuff. Um, Deadpool, because like Deadpool, I can, um, you know, I'm known to, you know, crack jokes and be a little sarcastic at times. And also very crass, you know, when it comes to sex talk. <laughs> and like Wolverine, because... Um, I have a bad temper. Yeah, I mean, trust me, I, I mean, I've somewhat mellowed out, but I still need work. But, but, you know, uh, I do have, uh, Wolverine's temper. Except, uh, claws don't, uh, come out of my knuckles. <laughs> but, uh, there's a little, um, there's a little superhero in all of us. In fact, I actually consider, uh, people with Asperger's, um you know, as X-Men, you know, I mean, because just like, you know, the X-Men, you know, we're, we're misunderstood 
and um, not everybody, you know, knows anything about us. I mean, there it's still a world where people still don't know that much about Asperger's, and even with all the information they have, you know, out there on the internet, it, you know, people still don't know that much about it, and just like. Um, you know, and just like the X-Men, you know, and actually it was said on the uh, first X-Men episode, uh, Night of the Sentinels, which is still to this day my all-time favorite um, X-Men episode of that series, is that people fear what they don't understand. And also um, a friend of mine who's also a, a comic book fan, he, he also added, um, you know, and people don't understand what they can't control. And that's how I feel. You know, I feel like, you know, I am an X-Men. You know, I'm a mutant. You know, I'm somebody that not everyone understands. And, you know, there are some people that do understand. I explain it to them and and stuff. You know, I explain it to them, you know, what it is and, um, you know, what it you know what it is and stuff and stuff and people get it and some people don't and but I do try to lean them towards information like on Wikipedia and WebMD and you know with my Asperger's you know I do consider it a superpower you know I mean I can um I can tell you things about not only superheroes but i can tell you things about pro wrestling i can tell you about um you know i can tell you about certain movies i can tell you about music um sports i mean i mean that is my power yeah you know i mean that's um that's my power so so, in a way, I'm sort of my own superhero. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's, um, and, you know, and superheroes, you know, they really are relatable to people, and they're not just kid stuff, and it's, um, you know, it's just something that has been, um, that has been, tremendous throughout the years you know from comic books to television to movies and you know i mean i mean trust me you know comic book superheroes are just never going away they're just never going away there's always going to be a new hero there's going to be a new story for the old heroes and there's always going to be a movie i mean and i just had so you know, I have so much fun, you know, um, you know, reading the novels and watching the movies and, and I even have fun talking about it with you guys, not only on, on here, but also on Enter the Batcave as well. And, um, and yeah, you know, and just, it's just part of my self-care. Yeah, it is part of my self-care, you know, and, um, you know, I said I was going to be making this summer count, and well, I'm making it count. You know, this is the last month of summer, officially ends September 22nd, so 
let's all make it count people whether that's reading graphic novels whether it's movies spending a day masturbating which i am going to do sometime next week make it count whatever it is you're doing before summer ends make it count okay just make it count and now excerpts of hagakuri The resolution of the men of former times was deep. Those between the ages of 13 and 60 went to the front lines. For this reason, men of advanced years hid their age. For serious affairs that bear directly on oneself, if one does not take care of things by making his own judgment his foundation and breaking through headlong, Matters will not be brought to a close. To conferring with people about matters of importance, there may be many cases when your affair is thought lightly of, or when people will not speak of the real circumstances. At such times, one must use his own judgment. At any rate, it is sufficient to become a fanatic and choose to throw away one's life. At such a time, if one thinks about doing things well, confusion will soon arise and he will blunder. In many cases, one's downfall may be brought about by an ally who is trying to do something for one's benefit, or one may be killed by his friend's kindness. It is the same as when one requests permission to become a monk. Lord Nashiki said, An ancestor's good or evil can be determined by the conduct of his descendants. A descendant should act in a way that will manifest the good in his ancestor and not the bad. This is fulfill a piety. It is a wretched thing that one's family lineage be thrown into confusion with an ad adoption based on money alone. Such a thing is immoral from the beginning, but it is extreme wickedness to be thus immoral with the excuse that without doing so one will be unable to afford even today's rice. When Nakano Shogun committed seppuku, the members of his group gathered at the late Oki Hayobu's place and said various bad things about him. Hayobu said, One does not speak bad things about a person after his death, and especially since a person who has received some censure is to be pitied. It is the obligation of a samurai to speak something good of him, no matter how little. 
There is no doubt that in 20 years, Shogun will have the reputation of a faithful retainer. These were truly the words of a seasonal man. To place one's armor out splendidly is a fine discipline, but it is sufficient if it is simply all accounted for. Fukabori and Soku's armor is a good example. Men of high rank and with many retainers will also need such things as money to set aside for campaigns. It is said that Okabi Kunai made bags equaling the number of men in his group, affixed a number to each, and put in the appropriate amount of money for a campaign. This sort of discipline is profound. As for men of low rank, if they cannot make the proper preparation at the time, they should rely on an assistance from their group leader. To this extent, it is necessary for the group leader to be on an intimate terms with his men beforehand. As for men who are under the master's direction, and especially for those who are with him directly, it is better to be without preparation money. At the time of the summer maneuvers at Osaka, a certain person brought along 12 mame of refined silver and went off with Master Takazusho. This of course would have been fine if he had simply ridden off early. I think that it is better to dispense with such care. In carefully scrutinizing the affairs of the past, we find that there are many different opinions about them, and that there are some things that are quite unclear. It is better to regard such things as unknowable. Lord Scenario once said, as for the things that we don't understand, there are ways of understanding them. Furthermore, there are some things we understand just naturally, and again, some that we can't understand no matter how hard we try. This is interesting. This is very profound. It is natural that one cannot understand deep and hidden things. Those things are easily understood, are rather shallow. And that's it. That'll do it for today's show. But before I get out of here, here's what's coming up. On Wednesday, WrestleTalk Wednesday, the last WrestleTalk Wednesday before it officially becomes Classic Wrestling Wednesday. I will be giving my predictions of NWA 74, the pay-per-view, coming up. And also, I'll be showing some old-school NWA matches as well. So make sure you all tune in for that. And on Friday, which is Fun Day Friday, continuing our month-long celebration of Michael Jackson and we're gonna end it with the top 15 
best Michael Jackson songs. And I chose 15 instead of doing 10 because 10 just really doesn't do it justice. So I had to include five more songs. So you're getting 15. And yep, that's about it. That'll do it for Mental Health Monday right here on Matt's World. And also, I uh, hope you guys uh, go to my uh, Matt's World TV for my other posts and also for the upcoming 10-4-22. Yep, has something to do with American Horror Story. Not going to go much into it, but be prepared because as we get closer, you'll see some more promos for it. And then I will finally reveal what is to come of it. And also, um, you know, before I get out of here, also I want to say uh, thank you to my mom once again for the graphic novels. And also I've been battling through some depression, but uh, you've been there for me and I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Love you, Mom. Also to my best friend, Sansi, Anitra Barnes, uh, who's in physical therapy right now, and she's been going through a lot. Um, I'm with you, girl. I got your back. I'm sorry I couldn't be there in Virginia to come see you, but uh, someday we will. And if not for my birthday, maybe some other time next year. But you know, hang in there, girl, keep your head up, and keep doing you, girl, you know, I always got your back, just like you always got mine, and you're a wonderful friend, and I love you so, so much, and that's it, that'll do it here for Matt's World, and until then, don't have a good day, have a great day, take care, everybody, bye-bye. Mr. Marvel himself, Stan Lee. Hi, true believers. You may think you know the origin of the Fantastic Four, but until you see the far-out version we have waiting for you, you've only scratched the surface. And no dyed-in-the-wool Marvelite wants to be a surface scratcher, right? But hey, not only will you see the world's favorite superhero team battling the pernicious puppet master, you'll also catch him starring on Dick Clark's TV show. How'd that happen? Don't touch your dial. You're about to find out. Enjoy!